So what wants to come through today? So one of the things that you probably noticed is that I have not been doing very many transmissions. Like just all of a sudden, I'm just not doing very many. And it just, you know, I've, I, as I've shared before, I do them because for their own sake, they just want to be done. And what I'm finding is that they're just, they're just not kind of calling to happen. And then occasionally I'll have the experience of, oh, I should really do something for people, but, or I'll have messages from people like, oh, what's going on? Where's new transmissions? We need more new transmissions. But as I've been sharing for a while now, we are really in this phase that it's so important to really honor that which actually wants to be experienced and expressed and created from within yourself and whatever of that wants to come out into form or just simply the kind of the transmitting out of your own energetics from that place and to not be doing that from a sense of obligation or a sense of old world ideas of service. Now, there's nothing wrong with being interested in seeing the impact on others of your what you're creating energetically or physically and that can look like service and can be service at a higher level but when it's the primary driver and you're not in the picture and you're not at the center of it it's it it creates a kind of a distortion a kind of imbalance a disharmony in your own energetics and that devalues actually the power of the impact the impact experience of seeing the impact having that is essentially kind of reflecting back to you what you created in some ways and of course you can see how there are versions of this experience that can fall down into kind of devolve down into sort of narcissism or solipsism but that's not going to keep you in the high energetic place that you want to be experiencing anyway so um but it is always just like sort of a thing to mind for in your own energetics that you're not alone you're part of a giant web of life in this cosmos and that is a beautiful experience to have because it's designed the cosmos is designed as i've shared before for differentiated communion so we're in this phase right now that is about that differentiation and that doesn't mean that we're not craving communion it doesn't mean that we're not experiencing communion it's just the the priority if you will is around this differentiation process within ourselves and remembering that you know here we are roughly halfway through the calendar year of 2023 that planetary energy theme for 2023 is homecoming. And there are many levels on which we might experience coming home. But at the core of the energetic of that homecoming energy is the coming home within the human self, the coming into awareness, experience, access to what is actually you, your soul, your cosmic self, and not all the layers that are on top of that, creating kind of veil or occluding your access to and capacity to fully see your own self and experience and express 
purely from that place and not through, again, these different layers of occlusion or veiling that have been placed on us in many lives, as well as in the human life, um, through the functioning of the human neurobiological development um, process that occurs. And so we're, it's easy for those of us who've been kind of working in this journey for a while or playing in this journey for a while to start to get a little impatient for where's the next, why is it not blah, 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 yet the, you know, yet the fill in the blank level of things. But there is a process that is important. And so we're, we're in human bodies. Our souls are here in human bodies with many different experiences in non-corporeal lives where our lives were not organized by a linear experience of time. And so we have a lot of a sensation within ourselves of like, things just can happen. They can just happen. They can just happen. And particularly if we organized for our human life, that we would have a brain that is very atypical, that is kind of in that sort of tail end of the sort of 2% of distribution across the human population of certain intellectual and creative giftedness, then we have an extra inner intensity around the experience of, I see all of the thing and I want it to happen right this minute. And I need it to happen right this minute. And this is why I always talk about giftedness is a portal or a precursor, both a precursor and a portal into accessing more and more and more of your multidimensional self. But we are here in this physical human uh, experience and on earth at this time where time does have a linear layer of experience available, where there is a kind of past, a present, and a future. And the physical, biological containers that we're in, these beautiful human bodies that we're in, are going through a massive physical evolutionary process that incoming cosmic energies into the planet are forcing the human biology to adjust, adapt, change, evolve. And it's happening very intensely, but the the pattern and the design of it is, is intended to be as gentle a process as possible to still get there which allows the the largest, if you will, amount of souls here in human form at this time to have the experience because the intensity on the human body of these energies is very, very strong. It's very intense. And so even I use the word gentle and it's like, uh, nothing feels gentle about this, sis. And I'm like, yeah, totally true. It does not feel gentle at all. Uh, But compared to the less gentle versions, which would radically decrease how many people get to actually biologically survive through the process and not essentially go into the death process and leave the human body and kind of get bounced out, right? So this is why there's so much attention to the body and supporting the body as it is a partner and a reflection of the energetic body. And so the both and of how am I tending to my inner energy landscape, my inner energy ecosystem, 
And how am I tending to the physical vessel that I am inside, that I am inhabiting? These both ands are very important. And uh, we're really at a place now where just doing one and not the other will not work. Things will start to break down in various ways. And one of the most important things to remember is this mm, how to come into a sense of authority around that you're in devotion to this path for yourself to the best of your ability without judgment or self-blame when you feel like the best of your ability is not matching your sense of what quote-unquote should be possible for you. I've talked before many times about a kind of hallmark of this era right now, this phase right now is, you know, from a slightly bigger, bigger picture is about the capacity to meet yourself where you're at and to meet others where they're at, but very much to meet yourself where you are at. So being able to come in with a loving, neutral awareness of what is actually possible right now. and absolutely everything is possible. That's actually a really important message of some of the new energetics to remind us that everything is possible and miracles are immediately available all the time at a much greater and growing rate. And me here in my human experience, what's realistically possible today for me to do? Because this is this issue of sort of judgment or blame or shame about where we're at and wishing and pretending where we're somewhere else relates very much to what are we doing? Am I doing the things that I need to be doing? Am I doing the things that are most supporting of me tending to my radiance, expanding my radiance, fortifying or strengthening my radiance? This is the most critical thing. And for some of us who have been really tending to that radiance for a long time and have really developed some very good muscles in that area, there's a awareness of energetics are moving through us like that giant fire hose, right? Like I'm just like, and it's time for our, for our human to be integrated well enough with our cosmic self and for some of us our original self that to essentially to be mm, have enough capacity in our multi-dimensional embodiment right? that we can corral that fire hose of energies into form for where we are setting ourselves up for what we're wanting the next phase of our lives to look like. Coming into a higher degree of ownership, accountability, responsibility, authority, all of which is part of personal sovereignty around what am I creating for myself? And so this actually ties back to the opening question of why am I not, have I not been doing so many transmissions? And in part, it's because there are larger creations, 
larger meaning like longer term to make creations that want to be that are like that corralling. So for me, corralling the energies has put my actions about what goes into form into other directions. The transmissions are a shorter, smaller kind of a thing, but it there are times, and I'm sharing this not because we care so much about my process. I mean, maybe sometimes people find that interesting, but because it'll help you come into where are you doing this yourself. If I were to sort of drop everything and do transmissions, you know, a couple of times a week in these last couple of months in the way that I very much could have, because it's been very busy energetically. Um, and I've had huge constant sort of new awarenesses, new experiences, new, you know, um, inner vision, new sensation, new outer vision um, of what's happening, but it would be a diffusion of that fire hose instead of a corralling of it. Whereas in the past for me, that has been part of the corralling. And so instead it would be a sort of a frittering away of some of that energy on something that is too sort of small or piecemeal for what is wanting to be created now. I still enjoy and love doing transmitting. And so I'm very happy that I have certain group spaces that I meet with regularly, like this one, where I can do that transmitting for people. And sometimes I will take excerpts from them, which I probably will do with this one today and share that out with the broader um, community of folks who are interested in my transmissions and, and experience them in their human the transmitting process in one way, shape or form through these different groups that I have allows certain like energetic coding anchoring to occur that does want to occur, but creating the extra different spaces for that is not exactly kind of correct. So feeling for yourself into where are you diffusing versus corralling? can be a really potent place to play with right now. And where are you doing that in your in your relationship with your body as well as your relationship with um, what you're creating in the world for yourself, energetically or physically? What are the little practices that you're doing that are kind of like, oh yeah, that's good. That's what I've always done, but actually an upgrade is being asked for. An upgrade could be around kind of consolidation or some different practice, who knows what that is. So the the differentiation kind of piece that is so intense right now is requiring more and more emptying out of that which isn't you. And this current specific time period of roughly July 11th through roughly July 21st, 22nd has been marked by these kind of nearly constant sort of choice points that are just like boom, 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 choice point, choice point, choice point, where it's all, it's basically kind of a binary A, B choice in those, each of those moments as they occur. Am I going to focus within to my center or, and, you know, whatever I'm doing to kind of expand, lighten, um, be in neutrality, be in cause, be in clearing, be in whatever is in tending to my radiance? Am I going to go into the center of me or am I going to go to, out to the outer edge and focus on what's happening on the external perception of the human? 
And again, the external perception may be what you're perceiving in the physical world around you with other humans around you, close to you, family, friends, whatever, or even societally, but it may also be an energetic, quote unquote, external, like, oh, I'm really focused on this, just whatever the external pieces are that you might be focused on. And some of the, on the esoteric side of that kind of outer edge, you may have a history of these are the practices or the mental models or the ways in which I engage with what I perceive as external to me energetically. And many of those actually want to be washed away as well. Ultimately, a lot of this process now is very much a stripping down of what you may think of as core to your personality, because you may have been stripping away, stripping away, stripping away, and you may feel like, I don't have anything left to strip away. Okay, really? Because there's a whole idea that we have of who we are. There's a whole sense of personality as a human that we have. There may even be a whole sense of like an organized story of what our soul, our cosmic self is that also needs essentially deconstruction. Um, Everybody is going to be in a kind of a different place around that. Assumptions about what's coming for you or what you want to be experiencing or why you're here may be radically shifting. You may be having um, very heightened um, or even sort of like boom, explosive moments of feeling next next level, higher up dimensional expressions of your own cosmic self suddenly integrating into your human body and your human awareness. And that may radically shift the trajectory of what's coming next in ways that are totally outside of what your normal thinking patterns have been. And the experience when that occurs One of the things that's really interesting is the way that the neurobiology, the neural pathways and the neural habits in your brain in particular of how you think about yourself and define yourself, they may need to be radically reoriented, repatterned to this new place. And hopefully you already have the skills for how to do that, but you may feel like, oh, I don't want to go do those sort of basic things because I've already done that. I'm past using those tools. This kind of new sense of identity may be important to anchor in some way, or it may still be in a fluid flowing place and you're just essentially doing the neural work of ensuring that you're comfortable and capable of being in that fluid flowy, less defined space. Understanding that human neurobiology is not designed to accept, enjoy, or, you know, tolerate ambiguity. So in continuing to support in that way. There is no time in our human embodiment that we don't have to be aware of and tending to the neurobiology and its tendencies to do different things. Now, it can get easier and easier and easier, and we just can need sort of fine, subtle tweaking. But at the same time, the more multidimensional embodiment we experience, like using a kind of a car metaphor, the more fine-tuned and precise and high performance kind of the vehicle if you will the human experience is and so you kind of go from you know being an old clunker that can barely function to you do all this great work and then you're like in this really reliable place where you're like you know 
I don't know, a Toyota Camry or whatever the current car is that is considered like super, super reliable, you know, the Subaru Outback, you know, whatever it is, that's like, yeah, this thing will just go 200, 300, 400,000 miles and it's easy and it's beautiful and it's wonderful. Um, but the more higher dimensional integration you access, then you kind of turn into more of like, like a Maserati or a Ferrari or something. And you know, I'm not really into race cars, so I don't really get it all. But what I understand really clearly, and the, the reason this image is always given to me, is that a very high performance vehicle, just like a very like like a thoroughbred racing horse, requires enormous kind of tending to. And if you're racing your car, if you're in your Maserati going 150 miles an hour, you know, up in the mountains on the little twisty, windy trails, which you actually are designed cosmically and esoterically to experience, you know, again, as a metaphor, of course, you can get into those places and you can have that experience of just zooming and flying super high and fast, but you also are going to be much more sensitive as you get, as you start to get up there. You're going to be much more sensitive to getting kind of knocked off course. You know, um, if a car going 150 miles an hour like hits a rock on the road versus a car going 30 miles an hour hitting a rock on the road, it's going to be a really different experience. And so how skillful at that level, at this high level of you're driving your Maserati up in the mountains, you know, and of course I'm hating the environmental impact of that. So like we're, you know, doing a really, you know, clean version of it. Ha ha. Um, but the, how skillful of a driver are you? Like, that's really the level that we're at now is like, I am developing the skills. I mean, all of us, when I say I, we are developing the skills to easily, confidently, calmly, joyfully in peace and love and bliss, handle the wheel of that incredible, incredible vehicle that we are currently driving as a increasingly integrated cosmic original and human trinity in this human body. That is the evolutionary shift into homo lumens. So the closer we're coming into actually homo lumens embodiment in our evolution personally, this skill set increases, increases, increases. Our comfort level with that increases, increases, increases. And then we can get to the place where the sensitivity is not a risk in the way that I described it, just a minute ago, but is actually part of the like the joy of the experience and just the beauty of the experience, because the kind of the instead of having like one crude kind of radio tower antenna, you have just this like massive array of like little cilia kind of styles of antenna that can like kind of get all the nuances of this super refined, rarefied, incredibly beautiful, exquisite, delightful, delicious, higher dimensional energies. And you're not that 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 kind of radio signal is not even able to tune into the lower shit anymore. It's just like irrelevant. It's just not even there. You can't even feel it or see it because you're just in a completely different place. So this is really what we're doing right now. And in July, June was really intense. July was more intense. August is going to be like a total firecracker energetically. And it's kind of a, you know, I mean, it's always been choose your own adventure, but there's a little bit of like lean into this or not at your own peril. You know, what's the experience you want? The bifurcation between the higher experiences and the lower experiences will get greater and greater 
partially because the higher and higher energies that are becoming available, they're creating more and more, if you will, pressure on the lower energies, which is revealing them more and more, which is beautiful and important, but can be very painful. And so that is a that is a, that is definitely also from a kind of a larger collective and societal timeline perspective, a big piece of this kind of like two year period that we're in, maybe roughly. Um, I don't like to put time on things very often, but I want people to understand this is like, oh, a month, you know, it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a chunk of time where it's incredibly disruptive to individuals and societally as more and more of the lower energetics are revealed in order for them to be worked with, cleaned, removed, chosen away from, like whatever the the work is. But remember that you, your work internally is very much the same work that everybody else is doing and that you're like ultimately, like your energy body and your physical body it's very useful to be aware of it as essentially your body and earth's body are the same. And in fact, your body and the cosmos's body are the same. And you can really feel the entire cosmos in your body. If you come into an inner awareness of your own energy space and how it's informing and relating to the physical space in your body, the physical things in your body biologically, like for example, your mitochondria, which you have trillions and trillions of in your physical human body. And they are the physical corollary of all the stars in the cosmos. So you look up out in the night sky and you see all of these stars scattered everywhere. And each one of them, you know, to be an incredibly powerful source of light and energy in this cosmos, like our sun, right, which is our closest star physically, each one of these is like the mitochondria in your body. And they function the same way biologically. They are like stars. They do brilliantly, uh, literally physically create light in the body in various ways. And everything you can do biologically to support your mitochondrial health is going to uh, shift the energy available to your physical body and coming into kind of inner energetic awareness too of your inner space as essentially kind of a micro macro, your body, the cosmos body, right? That's really useful, really powerful because the whole cosmos is going through this journey right now. It's not just humanity. It's not just earth. It's the whole cosmos. So I mean, it's way beyond the kind of like, it's way beyond, but also exactly the same of the sort of like as within, so with all, right? And I know the kind of most translated version of that sort of hermetic law is a sort of as within, so without, I find that to be limited and problematic and creates too much polarity, but it's sort of like what's in you is also outside of you. Everything that's outside of you is also in you. You are actually, you have within you everything that is in this cosmos, which by the way, that's the good, the bad, the ugly. So <laughs> that coming back to meeting yourself where you're at, what shadow within you, what darkness within you is ready to be acknowledged and seen, just as I was just describing externally, right? and accepted and loved and the progress that we're each individually making towards the 
opportunity and the experience of from within this human container, understanding and feeling and and not just believing, but knowing, like way beyond trust and faith, knowing your infinite intrinsic value, your priceless worth. There is no other energetic architecture organized into a being anywhere in this cosmos that is like yours. And we need you. We need each other to come into this capacity to differentiate and be purely our unique energy architecture because that's really also where we get to kind of then come into the communion that we actually crave and want. So I'll describe an experience and I think I'll probably end there that I want to encourage people to feel into having for themselves. So if you, again, back into the inner body vibe, like the inside yourself, inside yourself, if you want to imagine that your like your energy body, there's so much empty space inside ourselves, right? In many ways, which is this infinite possibility, infinite potential that exists in all of us is that essentially empty space. And of course it's not empty. It's filled with the gorgeous infinite potential. Um, but from a human visual, it's useful to think of it as empty. And so say that your energy body is sort of made up of 10,000 tiny little like energy balls, energy dots, energy pixels, right? Like if you look at a picture of something and it has 10,000 pixels, right? So that's you and you experience it as very organized and tightly like packed in, like, okay, I'm really solid. Like I can touch my body. I can feel it. I'm really solid. I've got all this kind of, all these little energy pixels are really packed inside myself. So when they're, when you're feeling them very packed inside yourself, I think of this as being that you're very localized, that you have a very localized experience right now. You can start to, and you may already have this experience often and just not have had words for it. You can start to essentially feel that your energy pixels actually spread out and they can spread out in a kind of a still localized sense, like within your house or within the landscape that you're in. But maybe they spread out around the planet. Maybe they spread out around the solar system or the galaxy or whatever. And this diffusion of your energy is a really interesting, fun thing to play with. And you can start to feel into what levels of diffusion versus localization of my energetics feel like my natural intrinsic kind of rhythm um, for my design, my unique design. And this can be a really beautiful experience. And so that's kind of sort of level one of this. Now, each of these little sort of pixels, each of these little sort of balls of energy that make you up, that are you in the unique configuration that they make within you, they can each, you can have this experience of essentially clearing, cleaning, getting them each kind of gleaming and glowing and, 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 and really like lightful and also strengthened each of them coming into just this absolute sense of kind of, yes, absolutely just this and nothing else that isn't just me. And they become unassailable. 
and they just have this incredible pristine strength of their own existence and then you can as you send them out and you're more diffused then you can have interaction with other beings that are also at that same level of this pristine incredible um you know all the little differentiated perfect little amazing energy pixels of you of themselves and then you can kind of the communion experience is a the sort of like bringing together like washing through of each other's pixels through each other so like i often have this experience particularly when i'm guided when i'm driving so i'm also like guided to go through drives in various different places. And I do different kind of energetic work as I'm driving, both doing it outwardly and receiving it inwardly. One of the things there's certain kinds of like tree networks um, and other sort of like moss and other kinds of being networks that when I drive through them, I feel all of their little like energy pixels flowing through me because my diffusion makes it really easy. There's so much space between them. And, and it's just, it's just this incredible, just kind of like a rippling joining of all of, but not joining in a way that, to, that, that, that make gets rid of them. Right. So like, say my energy pixels are blue and theirs are yellow. If they merged, they would become green, but this is more like all the blues and the yellows are like all like mixed together and this incredibly beautiful amazing i can't even begin to describe it it almost feels a little bit like when you see pictures of a bunch of really colorful cool looking tiny fish swimming in kind of a school of fish formation and there's like all the different like colors glimmering and and sparkling and shining and and i and then i feel that experience also in my physical body which is still of course very localized in my physical sensation. So but this level of communion is, that's what I love. It's my, one of my favorites. And I'm not saying that I don't also enjoy kind of like more classical 3D sort of human connection. Of course, that's very fun when it's also, um, you know, in a, in a high vibe way, but that is what I love the most. And I know that others would really love it too. And so that's why I wanted to describe it so that you can kind of have more of it. And it also gives you a different way of organizing your own capacity building for this differentiation and communion. And it's important to have the boundaries around who are you willing to commune with, right? What beings, human or otherwise, are you willing to commune with? Because you don't, you know, uh, it's just what works and what doesn't work. And it's always a kind of like a magnet effect, I feel, where it's like some, you know, when magnets are organized in one way, they'll kind of come together, maybe really firmly, depending on the strength of the magnet or gently. But then also when it's sort of like the wrong effect, wrong magnetics, there's a reverse magnet effect where the closer they come, they kind of push away from each other or push off of each other and start to feel into that sensation that kind of like, that's a no. And it's not a judgment about them or about you. It's just like, no, nope. And you can kind of like move through like your day and your week and your life and the things that you're creating almost with this like eyes closed, just sensing for the like, no, no, yes, that, nope, nope, yes, that, right? You know, it's like, like the little kids, right? Like when you're like, when you're playing the little game and it's like hotter, 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 colder, colder, colder. (laughs) It's kind of like that. (laughs) And all of this is bringing us 
to kind of close up, all of this is bringing us closer and closer to being able to essentially access the cosmic child kind of energetic code, the master frequency template of the cosmic child, which opened and became available here last March of 2022. And coming into bringing that kind of energetic into our own energetics so that we can then embody our unique version of the cosmic child. And that includes the mm, restored or cleared or corrected or whatever we want to call it, sort of quote unquote divine masculine, divine feminine, or whatever, however you identify linguistically those sort of energetic principles. And it's really, it's again, it's a Trinity union. It's a Trinity union within. And it's not, don't get hung up on the idea of, oh yeah, we need masculine and feminine to create the cosmic child. That's not actually correct. I don't have the correct words for it. Like, yes, of course, in the physical planes, we see that like bringing masculine and feminine together can have a creational effect, but there are many ways to create. and it's just important to stay open and not get yourself locked in. It's more that the cosmic child within those codes holds both of them in a correct way. And they are kind of unified in a correct harmony of communion together within the cosmic child codes. Um, Yeah. I don't know if I'm saying that very well, but hopefully it's enough for you to connect into. And then we can really be in that true, like cosmic child, playful, wild, feral, even, um, you know, experience and really be in the higher dimensional, you know, um, the infinite meadow of wise innocence where we have all of the wisdom of experience that has been cleared away of whatever is the dross and not the wisdom of experience, but the experience is still there. And that's that work that the feminine and the masculine, again, just using those as placeholders, have done. So the feminine and the masculine have gone through these massive sort of differentiation, wild different experiences, all the things experiences in this cosmos, and are now like, okay, we're good, we're done, we did all that. And we've now grabbed all of the wisdom of that experience, plus we're claiming back our innocence, choosing our innocence, and then that's inside this cosmic child coding so we can have that within ourselves. And that's where the fun really is, right? And then we're really living in like, you know, uh, to me, the, 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 the meadow of wise innocence is really like a 70 and higher um, energetic using a 12D uh, model. Um, because of course, many of us are using different models and scales for how we break out the dimensions and it actually doesn't matter even the slightest bit. But 12D just has always felt the most useful with a kind of a sense of a 13th or a zero um, dimension kind of there. But so, yeah, very beautiful, very beautiful. There's been an electrical component to the recent energies the last couple of days that's been like electrifying. And it may be creating kind of a tumultuous feeling for you. Um, like a kind of like, whoa, like, am I riding these wild waves? Or am I getting like smashed up against the shoals, smashed up against the rocks? And the answer is yes, to both. 
and don't worry about it, right? And bring a much more kind of casual, less grippy kind of like, I'm all, life always cares for me. Life force has me. I'm good. And what's the experience that I'm in that I want to have? Like, let me organize that. Yeah. Hmm. What I, what I would love for everyone is to be able to make that transition. Yes, of course, into the capacity to trust that you're being carried, that you're being held, but really that transition that you move beyond trust, which inherently holds doubt, which inherently holds a, an externalization um, in some way, and to come into just knowingness and inner authority, inner expertise, inner sovereignty. Um, but it's, it's definitely a whole process for sure. And be gentle with yourself along the way. Okay. All right. That feels, that feels complete.